The Better on Draft podcast is recorded live in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, Matt, and Angela. Hello, everybody. And that's why I'm not allowed chilies anymore. <laughs> I, I, I don't know uh, why that's happening, but welcome to episode you 121. Know I worked there for like seven years. I mean, you worked at a chilies? For seven years. Damn, how much flair did you have? We don't have flair. What? There. I thought you had I thought they all had no, flair. No, it was. It's a, no, it's that's a chichis or chachis or. No, it's a restaurant. Chachis. That's not, that's not a thing. <laughs> Is there a chichis? There, there was, was a chichis. Okay. Yeah. Chachkis is the restaurant. Chachkis, that's right. That, there we go. The oh, restaurant yes. that it mocked, and it, it ended in Ennigans. Ennigans. <laughs> that's so true. Uh, Jennigans. There, there, there was one that there was one of those that was open uh, at two seventy five and Ann Arbor Road. That was open. It was like one of those long holdouts that was open for the longest time, and it finally closed about a year and a half. Two I years think they ago. still have like a sauce or something like that that you can like purchase. There, there's a few of those. Would, well, Chi-Chi's definitely. Cause, yeah, Chi-Chi's. Uh, Chi-Chi's Are you talking sure. Bennigan's? Yeah, I'm, t- I'm talking Bennigan's. Hell, I'm, I mean, sh- we still have a Hardee's, which I it's like. You, I don't see those. There's, well, ever. it's it's or the same restaurant know. as Carl's it, Jr. I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah just west of the Mississippi, I think. Yeah, where it's delineated. So there, there's still an open Chi-Chi's restaurant. Fun fact. Where uh, at? I used to well, like their. Does chicken Chi-Chi tenders. know about this? <laughs> so I don't know if it's the same exact one. I'm bringing up the photos of it now, but it's in Rogers City, okay. Michigan. Yes. So there used to be one at 696 in Hoover, and there was a like fastest draw in the West competition. So there was this like <laughs> mannequin that you would put the quarter in, and you'd see if you could draw faster than me. We'd always win. Oh, jeez. So this this does not have an affiliation with uh, Chi-Chi's itself. Ah. So it was, it was interesting. But I typed I literally typed Chi-Chi's Restaurant Michigan, and there's a Chi-Chi's in Rogers City. I said the last one I knew of was in Livonia. It was at uh, 96 in Middle Belt. Episode 121, folks. That it is. Hi. We weren't expecting to be here today. Just for not struggling at podcast. All. You had other plans, Ken? Uh, I did. We, I we, did. We, I, I wanted to go swimming today. You wanted to go swimming? Um, but the, the place where we... There's plenty of opportunities I, Well, well the, the venue that we were going to go swimming. <laughs> the contingency plan. <laughs> was doing the show? I mean, I mean, well, I mean, as far as the swimming is concerned, I, I think the heater wasn't working. So, I mean, it just would have been some some really cold kind of lake effect type water. And it's a lot of water yeah, over there. Of, have you guys seen some of the photos yet? Yeah, no, it's no, pretty, I haven't. It's pretty crazy. So for those of you who are unaware, this weekend was supposed to be the Winter Beer Festival by the Michigan Brewers Guild in Grand Rapids. And it happens at Whitecap Stadium over in, I believe, Comstock Park, technically. Yep. And right by there is the Grand River. And the river itself, uh, I don't believe it is crested yet. But if you look at the photos of everything right now, uh, which today is 223.18, uh, it is basically underwater. So The river's underwater or the ballpark? The ballpark. Okay. The ballpark <laughs> because itself. Because most of the river is underwater. <laughs> 
I, I would wow. think most of the river is water. Uh-huh. Could be. Could be. So we are here in studio. We would not be we will not be here next week. Next week we're actually gonna be at the beer festival as long as it you know, Unless continues. there's a contingency plan. Unless there is another <laughs> contingency plan. Uh, so let's let's kind of cut to it. I had already talked to, uh, obviously, the president of the Brewers Guild, friend of the show, Eric Brigaman. Shout out to Eric Brigaman. And they're giving refunds to anyone that wants a refund. Um, obviously, a lot of hotels are doing uh, transfer of dates if you need a date. Uh, transfer, a lot of people are giving cancellations, comps. Uh, I haven't seen too many, like, no's for cancellations. Um, but fair is fair. Uh, the Brewers Guild took way too long to, uh, cancel it in my opinion. Um, what does Eric say about that? Um, I think, so my, I, I can't, put him on blast. I, I can't, I can't speak for Eric. Um, he's obviously, I, I didn't get an interview with him cause he's been kind of busy. Right. Yeah, uh, no. j- just a little just bit. Just a little. Uh, I think he's actually still in Grand Rapids right now working on the, the plan for next week. But not in the, in the park, right? But not in the park. Well, they are taking photos I of mean, the park. So I, I mean, assume they're snorkeling or getting ready to. So in, in regards to that, I think they gambled and lost. That's my best opinion, best guess in regards to what happened. I think they had plenty of ideas. Uh, the contingency plan that Matt keeps referring to, the Whitecaps, uh, which is the Whitecaps management, the people who own the ballpark, uh, had ideas in regards to what to do for this situation, and I believe they weren't expecting it to be as bad as it was. Now, if you see photos, uh, the river itself is a very long river, and the flooding is happening all over the state. Yeah, the west side of the state, anyways. Well, Lansing, even like it's it's flooding in Lansing, yeah, Grand I, River. I, I would say I saw pictures of uh, portions of MSU that so were I guess completely underwater. At, at what point did the meteorologists say this river is going to crest on Friday? So I think they were expecting they were saying that the river is potentially going to crest. I believe on Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday, they were talking about it. So I guess well, my uh, thought is, if they would have canceled on Tuesday, would people not have just bitched? And and then if it wouldn't have been an issue where they would have been like, why did you cancel it? I think you would have gotten maybe 90% of the f- the flack still. I don't know. I think uh, you can't make anybody happy. Oh, I, well, I agree with I that. Agree I mean, I would have loved to see them keep it going and I have everybody bring floaties and a little a noodle and go float. From. Right. But I mean, you, you're, we're talking about, we're, we're not I talking about. I could have brought. <laughs> right. Of course, everything avocado. I mean, we're not talking about last year where, you know, it rained and a certain someone didn't bring a coat and you had. <laughs> you Such had, an ass. <laughs> no, I don't know why I did that. There were, you know, you had all of the breweries that were along the, the like the front area of the beer fest and all of them were basically in roughly four to six inches of water because all the water was when it was raining it was all just the drainage area was going straight toward them so you had like i remember Sagatuck. i remember actually wanted to go to get something from Sagatuck, but you know i even in the boots i was just like i'm not stepping in that in that shit. It's like, for all I know, there might be some electrical back there that they're not paying attention to. <laughs> so I said, screw this. I'm not going over there. I mean, for that, sure, that's great. But, you know, when they're talking about, you know, the stadium suddenly getting put under three feet, then, I mean, you are might as well just call it the, the Winter Canoe Fest. So can I just like to raise this point? They, they do have uh, the, the kayak festival over in Traverse City. Uh, yeah, where I mean, you can where you can kayak from brewery to brewery, so that maybe they need to do that. Put them together to be like the bike tours, just you know, rowing. What if we brought the pedal pub? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and call it the paddle pub. There, no, no, just keep it the pedal pub. <laughs> then feet gotta get wet. Screw that. Um, but I guess we live in Michigan. 
It's called Why the Hell Is There a Winter Beer Fest That's Not Indoors? Period. I think that's the point of it. Is it to be not indoors? Yeah. I call shenanigans. Why? Because it's cold. We're, yes. We're, we're Michiganders. Right. But there be, it's like y- you should still have an indoor festival in the winter because it's things happen like this. What if it was like – what if, for instance, it was like two or three Saturdays ago when it would just not stop snowing, like eight inches of snow? So you want to get people liquored up all day and then say, all right, cool, now you guys got to drive somewhere? Well, that's what Uber's for. Still, still, I mean, you got or you. That's what you're for. Five thousand people. I'm not about to Uber from Comstock Park to Detroit. Well, you Uber to a hotel. Come on, (laughs) be smart here. (laughs) But those people that go on Saturdays, they don't all think that they're going to stay there. You know, if you go on Saturday, it's because you can go there and leave in a day. I mean, even Friday to a point, there's a lot more people that stay than there are that leave. But right, if you're going to go on a Saturday. What if there's a blizzard? What if there's a whiteout? What if there's ice all over the place? I think you're going to get that with any outdoor festival. Okay. Well, let's just put it indoors. I I, I think the whole point, mind you, I don't. So it shall be huzzah. (laughs) What about just doing away with it and just calling Detroit winter and calling UP the official fall? Or the summer. But, I mean, isn't – I mean, that's kind of the – takes away from the – I guess the pleasure of having a beer festival in each season. And you, you take Well, I, I think she's I mean, more like like I, I think she would be more like spread out the the summer and the winter. Isn't there, one, t- isn't the there five or am I not counting there's correctly? There's four. The, well, there's, oh you might be counting the winter conference as a, a beer festival. Well, I've what's done that. The a UP few beer times. Festival, isn't That's that? a UP fall festival. Is that just the UP? So there's no spring festival. There is no spring festival. Why so not it goes have a February to July. Well, I well, I'm kind of with Angela. What if you take the one that's in Detroit and Eastern Market into the sheds, and like dump it into like November and call that the Fall Beer Festival, or winter. even December, call that the Winter Beer Fest, and then you take do a spring it, when it's like maybe more March reasonable. Wait, so now, wait, 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 every year there's an issue though. Like, what about the year that all the beer lines froze because it was too oh, cold? Oh, that was a god awful year. Right. I remember that every year. year is pretty awful. I mean, we can't control the weather, but Yet maybe we can. it sells out in 30 minutes no matter right. what. No, it's crazy. I, I, and you can't control the weather, but now, if, if I'm hearing that right, you're not, we're now taking away a beer fest from no. Beer City. We're moving it. You're, you're moving it. So, so now Grand Rapids doesn't get a Michigan Brewers Guild-sanctioned beer fest. What no, if we they do get it in spring and they get it yeah, in April? March. No, let's – like they're doing craft beer month, right? Or beer month. Beer week. In, they're beer week, no, right? No, it's beer it's month. It's beer month in beer Grand month? Rapids. Oh, so why doesn't, 15th to the 15th. So oh. why not at the last Saturday of beer month in Grand Rapids in the middle of, March? of Mar- middle of March, smack, there's our beer fest. Like a culmination of the beer fe- of beer month is the beer fest. You do it in March where it's going to be a lot more palatable. And then you ha- you still have your. It may still be wi- rainy, but yeah, you have your winter beer fest in Detroit around the end of the year. So I think the premise though is because there aren't really spring beers. There are winter beers, but there aren't really. There's no such thing as a spring beer. It just goes from winter beer to like summer beer. I mean, 
Well, if I mean, you're listening now, Summer Shandy came out this week. I saw that. So I, 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 there isn't a spring. Nothing. There isn't a springtime flavor well, of beer. I mean, on, on the other side of that, you go to Summer Beer Fest and you've got drafting tables rye mean vanilla bean. It's sitting at sixteen and a half percent. That's certainly that's standard. all your fault. I have no sympathy for you. That is not a summer beer at, by by any means. But there there are still all of those high ABVs that that are sitting there at the Summer Beer Fest. It's probably because it doesn't sell through in the winter. It's not good beer. I don't understand why. This stuff is amazing. Shut up. No, he's <laughs> he's being a turd. Beer, beer is beer. I mean, does anybody in how high the trends are happening right now? Does anyone even really follow seasons? Are any of the one-offs really following I seasons? Mean, apparently, Lining Kugel doesn't because I mean, shit. It's it's February. Shandy season, maybe summer shandy. I just saw that pop up. And on I just created an event to do an Oberon release at the end of March, and so it's like the beginning of March. We're having an ice fest, and at the end of March, we're drinking Oberon. So really, like it does. It's shandemonium. <laughs> wow! What mask? Wow! Wow! What a so, character! Glad you're on your own mic this week. <laughs> so uh, that's that's pretty much you know we we can. Talk about ideas toward blue in the face. Obviously, is up to the Bre- Bre- Brewers, Brewers Guild. Guild. There we go. <laughs> keep on. Keep on. I was like Brewers. I'm like no, no Brewers Guild. So you know whatever they can do, great. Obviously, a lot of people like the Winter Beer Festival. They make vacations. They I I, I as much as I understand what you're saying, like why are they making it outdoors in February? In, in February, and there's problems every year with the weather. Because it's outdoors in Michigan. You know what? I'm, I'm announcing my candidacy for president Can of the Brewers Guild right now here. What? And my platform will be to change the schedule. You're going to have to get festivals. more people on your side, and that'll probably be less like shitty trolling. And, and you need to stop the trolling because that's going to come, that's going to be used against you. That's fake news, guys. That's fake news. <laughs> that is going completely. But I mean, I guess. Fake juice. <laughs> fake juice. I guess I mean I guess let's kind of go back to like some of the backlash that's been going on and just I and I've been seeing a lot of different posts where you know obviously I, there are the people that are going to get the refunds they're good for the hotels and whatnot uh, but there was a couple posts that I saw in there where people had uh, friends and relatives that were flying in from out of town there was one guy specifically said that um, that he had a buddy that was flying in from Atlanta to to come out to to Winter Beer Fest for it to now just basically be like a staycation in this dude's house. I don't know what's going to go what's going to happen with well, them the, now. The breweries are in Grand Rapids have been super hospitable. I mean, they've yep. got like four different Twitter hashtags that are trending about breweries that are doing, you know, cheap beers and all that stuff. So there's plenty of hospitality to go around. And there, there's there's breweries and places on this side of town too in Detroit. Like One-Eyed Betty's is doing half off all drafts during brunch tomorrow. And Kunin, they're doing, hey, we were supposed to go, but if you, you know, bring, uh, so many places are doing, if you bring in your uh, Brewer's Guild ticket, dollar off pints, dollars off pints. So. Ascension's like yeah. raiding their cellar and doing a lot of their, um, their good beers. Are they still going to the fest? I saw it, but I didn't. I didn't get to read. I would think so because I don't think they can. They would have purchased back their beer from the uh, whatever company that obviously the Brewers Guild purchases the beer from. I don't. I don't the the three tier well, system confuses me when that kind of stuff happens. So it, so most breweries are almost are probably running dangerously low on beer right now because they just shipped about a week's worth of beer to Grand Rapids and now that they've been brewing probably for the last few months and now they're kind of yeah, on. but they could probably hold back on distro. But a lot of the places that would go to the Brewers Guild Fest don't distribute. 
I mean, right? I, I would. So every place has probably what ten to twelve kegs that they sent over to Grand Rapids. So if you're a small brewery like a River Rouge right down the street, they're probably cut cutting it with summer shandy. That I don't know. <laughs> what? I, I mean, know. all in all, it's just it's a really it's just unfortunate. I mean, like you know, and I'm not sure. I would love to hear an explanation for it getting pushed back a week because I feel like I don't know. Do it on a Monday or Tuesday? No, but. <laughs> I mean, I'm just speaking from like one person's perception. Like it really screwed us up as a business because we had speaking from a a a company perspective. Well, yeah, one company of how many breweries represented, and we and like and I'm just speaking from the small guy who wants to participate in these events and be represented, but with such a small staff and such short notice to make new plans a, a week later put us in a tight position because we have an ice festival at on Saturday on on our premise that we have to be staffed and ready to go for. So then to send, you know, six people out, eight people out to beer fest, we only have 49 employees and that's including managers, brewers, hostess that is 17 years old, cooks, wait staff, like everybody. And so it so just, what you're it, saying is you need some temporary staff to hire. Possibly. There we go. All, hey, I'm, just, all I'm saying is I was, I'm just curious how that, how that came about. Like, was that the, was it the best decision for, you know, the guild, for the members of the guild, I don't know. So they probably had to factor in. Um, they permits, didn't have. I'm assuming. Well, permits, but they also had to factor in uh, usage of the parking lot. So obviously, as spring training winds down at the end of, uh, you know, at the end of March, they're going to be playing baseball over there. Yeah. No. When, do, when does the, the white cap start? Probably not till mid-April till early May. Well, I just assumed it was on the same trend no, as MLB. It's, it's lower ball. So those players will typically stay in Florida for another few weeks. Okay. I, I did not know that. I just, True story. E- easy assumption <laughs> that I was incorrect on. Yeah. In regards to moving it a week, I mean, obviously they're not going to be able to move it this weekend at all. Like, they wouldn't have been able to push it back. Like, they were talking the flooding is going to be there. And, it's and is not, it going to be done? Is it going to be dried up? That's that's the thing is, is that they're talking about uh, flooding until the 27th. Which is the Tuesday, oh, yeah. or Tuesday. The Tuesday or Wednesday? It's coming Tuesday. Um, they're talking about how long that flooding is going to be there for. Is it going to dry? Like I, I don't know how long it'll take for them to take the water out, or maybe even they hire a company to take the water out. But I mean, even if they had moved to another place like Van Andel Arena, you still have a <clears throat> a city that's underwater, right? There's well, basically Katrina. It's basically New Orleans, isn't it? Well, I mean, I mean not as people are getting people aren't getting around Grand Rapids with a foot of water. I mean, that's that not not extreme, as it, Yeah, it's a, a little extreme, but the the same sense to where getting around is near impossible. You're going to get your car. To be honest, it's the Detroit flood of fourteen. Yeah, that's really the the best example of what that is. Is the Detroit flood of fourteen just happened in Grand Rapids, minus the giant rainfall that we had for one day. Right. That created that flood. God, that was awful. It Did was, you guys – well, you were in St. Clair Shores. I don't know how oh, much that hit. Where were you? I was still living in Auburn uh, – in Shelby Township at the time. The so, whip? Hmm? The twit? Uh, yeah, quarter, the border of Rochester Hills and Shelby Township. Yeah, I don't know how – what, like Southfield, well, the there is, was nothing. I, but Madison Heights, Warren – uh, was just god awful. I was selling beer and Warren was my territory. Oh Jesus! So actually, I did. I made a killing that night because all the party stores stayed open because everybody in Warren got trapped. So they were selling the hell out of you know Milwaukee's best and Miller Light <laughs> and 
you know, there's a party store that right at Mound in 60, uh, 696 where Mound goes under the freeway and it goes over, and that was where all the water had collected, and they yep. were pushing cars in and out into the, the party store parking lot. There was, I saw, because I was working at 13 and a half in John R., and people were getting stuck right over there. Um, and they were literally everyone was walking to either Augie's or Red Robin. Like the pl- both places were packed. <laughs> and uh, at, at that time, I was still living in Taylor, but I think it was that night that I had to host in Plymouth. And it took me an hour and a half just to get from my house onto a freeway. And mind you, like my old house was only a mile and a half from I-94. <laughs> but yeah, I, every way onto the freeway was dipping under the freeway, and that's where all the water was. Yeah, I broke about 100 laws that day, for sure, in regards to <laughs> like trying to just get home from 13 and a half to 696 in Telegraph. I think, I, I think we got like an email on the company iPad saying, just finish your route and go home. I think I was probably drunk and half in the bag by the time <laughs> the rain really hit. So in regards to that, you know, we're, we're talking about how people are getting upset for the beer festival, and here we are telling our stories about the Detroit um, storm, the Detroit flood, and how much of a hassle it was. Mind you, I was at work, you were at work, you were working in the area. Uh, I just assume you were at like 53 mile and something. <laughs> she, was just, she was getting I off the so bus. so far north, it doesn't affect me. <laughs> she was just getting off the school bus. She's you know, out of here. I'm just a little bit younger than you. <laughs> but imagine that to the extent of what Grand Rapids is going through right now, where people can't drive, or there's so many places, roads that are going to be closed. Well, you know what? I envy them because they have a closer per capita brewery system. They can just walk. <laughs> I'm sure just somebody's walk. got their canoe out. They probably got a little motorboat, like a bass boat. Just going. You know, you know what would be good is, oh, no, do, like, traveling with, uh, like, buy a bunch of beer and, like, just drive like drive your boat up and down the street selling beer like an ice yeah. cream truck. <laughs> How many times have I yeah, said You've beer? already said it, but. <laughs> and I'm, they're not going to, I mean, what are the cops going to do? I mean, are they going to bring out their, their Coast Guard boat? <laughs> they're, they're on the, uh, the, the little goose paddle boats <laughs> trying to catch up. <laughs> so I guess here's, here's another thing. What about, and, and I've seen, and, you know, the people who have been complaining, the the idea of bringing about a class action lawsuit that that will first of all if this happens i will eat my own words hold on can we get a shoot the boot out of this uh sure i'll do that i, I would i propose we put the hoppiest beer we can find in your shoe and make you drink it. Give me the triple IPA that the New Orthodox series from uh, we'll, Old Nations we'll, we'll is about to do. Okay. The Mimai. The Mimai. I guarantee you they How will give go. you one okay, yes. just for this. So, all right. We are... We are shooting the boot, logging it. So out there, watch your words closely. (laughs) Okay, there will be no class action lawsuit that gets settled in the favor of the people suing. Oh, where's the fun in that? Well, that's that's like the and boobs are fun or water is wet. I mean, yes, one of these teams will win. (laughs) First of all, you're trying to sue a five hundred one c three. Yeah, because they're a nonprofit, um, so they don't make money. So I don't know where you're going to get this money. Like that's that's the big thing about like the the Brewers Guild. They're going to probably lose a bunch of money in regards to whatever they have in their coffers for this event. Between trying to like make it good on some breweries, because I assume they're trying to like you know, hey, if you can't do this, here's what we can do. You know, I I, I have this innate feeling that they are good people. And they will do this to the people who put money into the guild. 
because they're the ones that pay for, you know, you, you got to understand is that like Eric, Diana, all these people who work for the Brewers Guild, this is a extra. This isn't their job. They don't get paid for it. This is just something extra. This is what they do to promote beer, to help beer. Mm-hmm. They don't, there, there is no money. This class action lawsuit, any lawsuit is going to lose, no matter what. I think it'll lose. Act- I don't think it'll even get out of summary judgment, which is like, hey, this is so. garbage. Is it, is it a real thing? It, it's probably so, so, or is it just like just people making empty threats like probably. they like to do on the internet? Any, anybody, any, and Keyboard if, cowboy if for sure. If there's anybody who is who is out there who is a lawyer and drinks beer and has tweet free us. time, on draft, and, I'm not saying tweet us or anything at all, but I'm just saying that there, there's going to be a lawyer that is going to have the free time we'll work to to go ahead and just throw a lawsuit out there just to see what happens. I mean, it, to 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 that person, I mean, they're the one who's writing up all the paperwork. They're they're not charging anybody, and they're they're probably not really making any money off it. But they just want to say to hell with it. I'm going to throw this out here to see what happens, and if it takes hold, then you know that that person can actually make money off of a class action lawsuit. But it's it, it's like yeah, I said, it's that I don't think anything like that is actually going to have any any feet off the ground. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. So here here's my million dollar question: Why wasn't the easiest way to just be all those who don't come next week, just bring your ticket to Summer Beer Fest, and you won't have to pay for Summer Beer Fest. Um, Instead of refund. Instant gratification. We live in a world of instant gratification. They want the money back, and they want it now. JG Wentworth like a motherfucker. <laughs> it just seems like, hey, sorry, if, if you can't make it, don't worry about a refund. Just bring your Winter Beer Fest ticket to you know the Summer Beer Fest, and we'll call it good. But then couldn't then that would lead to the possibility. for trade winter beer fest tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at, at, at that point, then I mean, so then you're not going to sell any tickets for summer beer fest at all because then if you try and sell tickets for summer beer fest, all of a sudden you have this oversaturation of this huge crowd who's coming in for an event that you now have don't you don't have enough room for. Well, you're still going to know how many tickets you. I mean, you're still going to make the same amount of money. Because the people who are going to change their winter beer fest to summer beer fest tickets, those tickets will still get released for winter for next week. And those plus, tickets are going to get eaten up. And plus, those who, I mean, they're going to know who goes next week, so they're going to just have, they're just going to assume the, you know, half the people that didn't show up next week are just going to apply them towards the following week or following summer beer fest. Or you ask them, hey, if you want to do this, just let us know. We'll put your name on a list right. with your ticket number, and we'll just let you in next week or next season. Yeah. So in in regards to the, the lawsuit, it just there, there's no legs. It's act right. of God. You are SOL. Right. That's but, literally what it is. Yeah. And if you like the, the thing is, is that everyone's talking rain or shine. Right. This, that's, this, that's, that's, this, this rain. isn't rain or shine. This is flood. This is safety. This was biblical. <laughs> well, that's 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 what act of God. Just like if lightning canceled it, or if a tornado canceled it, or, or a sharknado. Uh, God damn it! Purchnado. <laughs> it's lunch. Purchnado. Shark blizzard, something like that. So, right. one of the other things too that a lot of people were talking about is why can't they move the site? And I think a lot of people are starting to learn in regards to the the issues of licensing within the state because of licensing and insurance, it's based on the address. And that's mm-hmm. the one thing we learned here when we were looking, because, you know, 
for the, our studio, we've been offered by a lot of breweries to come do our show there weekly. Right. Like consistently weekly, but we can't because we can't even bring beer into that stu- that brewery. Right. So the the rules in regards to what you have to follow in the MLCC is a lot more complicated than people think. And if you think, you know, if you're one of those people that think the government's going to act really fast to uh, get a change of venue in a day for all these licenses, the insurance, everything like that, it's just not going to happen. I mean, hell, just you, you couldn't even get Ohio to change the 12% ABV law in, well, case in got five that. years. Case it got that done. Yeah, but it took five years to do it. So I guess another thing I was I was really thinking about in in terms of the beer fest is that obviously being moved to next week, um, and you've got people who are getting refunds, but the people who are just going to hold out and they're going to show up next week. And one scenario I thought was what happens when those people show up, and because of as Angela said with plans that they have and you know possible plans with other breweries. Certain breweries don't show up. Say you've you've got you know these these bigger breweries you know, Oddside or or Shorts or New Holland that all of a sudden, hey sorry now that everything's just changed we're not going to show up and you know our our thirty variants of Dragon's Milk is not going to be there or you're not going to be able to get Nightman. Well, all right. <laughs> I just had an event with them and she said they are bringing twelve <laughs> one offs, which is pretty awesome and impressive. All right, twenty twenty one they will have thirty. <laughs> um, uh, you're not going to be able to go to Oddside and get Morningwood or, or Nightman Leaveth. And, you know, sometimes when, when you go to the International Auto Show, there's certain brands you want to see. And if you don't see them there, you're, you kind of get pissed that you're just like, well, damn, I, I just got on this damn people mover to go to the auto show. And for whatever dumbass reason, Chevy's not here. You go to a beer fest, and all of a sudden, you know, I was really looking. I was going through the the beer fest app, and and Bell's is going to be there, and Bell's is going to have Black Note, and I really want to try Black Note, and then all of a sudden, Bell's isn't there. Yeah, but you, but you bought you bought the tickets without knowing who's going to be there in the first place. And there's your grounds for class action lawsuit. Why is that? I mean, are, are, are we? We're just pretty much just treating it like pay per view card subject to change without notice. Maybe that's what they'll have to write on the ticket next year. Well, there, there's no guarantee of breweries. I mean, breweries have no-showed. Breweries have, um, you know, not brought all the beers that they said they would just because maybe they couldn't secure it. Maybe mm-hmm. the line's frozen. They couldn't pour it. The line's frozen. I mean, again, there's there's so many things that can happen, and I think people just aren't being fair to logic. So what you're saying, though, in theory is there are – Hundreds, potentially thousands of kegs of craft beer sitting somewhere in Grand Rapids, not being washed right now. Over one thousand, because there's one thousand beers. I mean, are, are we just like thinking money train right now? Let, no, actually, I saw this episode. <laughs> Is this Oceans Four? Oceans, yeah. the Bush Four. Oh my God, I don't want to be a part of that group. <laughs> But I, no, I was actually seeing. I, I saw, there's this Netflix documentary called "Dirty Money," and it's about the Maple Syrup Federation in Canada. And someone just jacked all the maple reserves in Montreal. What? Exactly. exactly. Wait a minute. I thought they guarded that shit like Fort Knox. They did. They do. And someone rolled up and stole them all. So let's get a U-Haul. Go take the beer. Fill it with empty kegs. Maybe fill them with water so they have the the spare the the, the weight. And it's like the. Uh, Oh my gosh! What's that? The gas? Um, oh, the tankers, Breaking Bad. Yeah, 
where they're trying to change the the tankers oh, and take the, yeah. the one thing, and they had to like change the weight with the water and stuff mm-hmm. to make it even. And ah, <laughs> uh, that's where what's his? Oh my gosh, that's where you learned about Tommy was his name. I think what was the 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 older kid's name? Oh jeez, is it the ginger that shot the kid? Yes, I was trying yeah. not to say that part. Spoiler alert! It's been like ten years. <laughs> Spoiler. TV, TV statute of limitations. Speaking of supermarket suite. <laughs> right? Was, what, what, what do you guys think is the, the TV statute of limitations for, like, a, a TV show for spoilers? The next season? The next season. Yeah. Sometimes so, I think that's a little too soon because um, in, in particular, The Walking Dead, I've not watched any of this season. And I'm kind of like, once the next season hits that previous season should be on Netflix and then I should get a chance to watch it. Is it ruined if it's spoiled? I like spoilers. What? Do you guys get mad about it if someone's, for, someone some, ruins something? Sometimes for me, not really. It's just like, and, and sometimes you'll see somebody spoil something about a movie on Facebook and I'm just like, oh, well, shit, he died. All right, never mind. I'm, I mean, I'm still going to go see the movie. But, oh, why are we putting so, like, why are we giving these uh, movies and TV shows so much, like, power and emotion over our Feelings like instant it's just, gratification. I, we just had this instant. I don't feel it. I am so not into TV and in, movies. I could care less. So I mean, we we did Matt and I did our best to not like spoil How I Met Your Mother. Would you have been upset if we said the show should have been you called How think... I Want to Bang Your Aunt Robin? <laughs> I finally got around to banging your Aunt Robin again. If I if I paid attention, I'm sure it was spoiled left and right whenever that thing happened. But I just don't give a shit. So I probably saw it and didn't even remember. So kind of like yeah, all the, and that's like all the ways too. that Ted actually saw his wife, but just not quite. I mean, like with the yellow umbrella and the ankle well, tattoo. Yeah, they. I mean, that's in like every other episode. I mean, you, and I guess that. I mean, that would make sense because you're talking about a show that had what nine seasons, nine something seasons. like that, and you start from the beginning. It's like I don't remember any of that. It, I, I mean, people, my friends, that. still make references because they've seen it like five times. I've only seen it once. And they go right over my head because you can't possibly catch everything the first time around anyway. Well, that's that's even just with any TV show. I mean, I just did a It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia uh, trivia event over at One Eye Betty's. And, like, the amount of questions I asked and people still were missing questions, even with, like, teams of ten. They're still missing questions in regards to what whatever I'm asking. No, I don't know. Never, never have a team of ten because that's just how was uh, just too much, that too much the arguing. other night? Uh, we had a hundred five teams between the two sites. Wow! And you should tell people out that are listening that might not know what you're referring to. Uh, Sporkle trivia. Well, no, incorrect. <laughs> Quizzo, it's trying to be you know polite about it. Um, we're actually going to be doing three venues for the Office U.S. trivia. Jeez. Jays. So Pops Italian, I think is what it's called. Is that yeah, the sister restaurant to One Eyed Buddies and Rosie O'Grady's. So all three of those will have. We're we're going to be expecting probably about 150 teams. Jesus Christ, Lord. So I mean, they I didn't doesn't Sporkle. Do that kind of stuff. Sporkle does do that kind of stuff. Actually, oh, yeah? we've got a we've got a theme night that is coming up. I believe it is on March 18th, which is for Parks and Recreation. <laughs> and it's in Arbor. Ann Arbor. One of the locations Jesus is Christ, in Ann Arbor. It's nowhere close to us. So you know there there is you know a process, and it requires venues to be able to want to do these themes. You nights. know who would probably love to do that. Brown Iron Brew House in Washington Township, Michigan. No, they wouldn't. They're a Quizzo spot. You got to go to North Center Brewing over in uh, Northville, Michigan. They're a Sporkle spot. Exactly. And they could host one of those. Yeah. North Center Brewing on uh, North Center Road, just south of Eight Mile. 
Go check them out. It's got a lot of beer coming out. March 18th, though, that's a Sunday, right? That is, I believe that is a Sunday. Because Saturday is yeah, St. Patrick's I, Day. I, I, I may even have that wrong day because that, that actually, now wow, that you say why, that, I may this actually, is why, you know what? Hey, this is rock. It's rock. first ever mute. <laughs> I feel like we're on around the horn. It's a wrong day. It's a wrong day. It, it's not the 18th. It's March 6th. Stupid. <laughs> like completely. So it's in two weeks. It's, it's in two weeks. So we got that that going on. But, of course, uh, with this, uh, with our, our sponsors with Sporkle Live, we do have a couple uh, feature locations that uh, we're hopefully you guys can get out. Uh, so head on out to uh, Bl- Blarney Stone Pub out in Berkeley. That's uh, north of 11 Mile and Woodward. They have trivia there Monday nights, uh, 8 to 9. I've done karaoke uh, there. Yeah. Blarney Stone, yeah. What's your yeah. karaoke song? Oh, One Week by Barney oh, that's right. Oh, of course. Uh, so you should just ask me what my second one is. Because everyone knows pretty much it's One Week by BNL now. I'm no, no, oh, you'll, you'll never guess I'm what I'm not going to ask. I'm just going to leave you. I ran me. by Flock of Seagulls. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jumper. Third Eye Blind. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> good Lord. Uh, uh, Harvey Danger, Flagpole Sitter. Ah. It's a good song. Interesting. Is that? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, okay. that's the one. Uh, so go check Brian out at uh, Blarney Stone Pub. Uh, get some half-off burgers and enjoy that shit going on. Shit, half-off burgers? Damn right, half-off burgers. I won't go for the trivia. I'll just go for the burgers. Uh, def- also check out uh, trivia at uh, Falling Down Beer Company out in Warren. 10 mile east of DeQuinder. That's uh, Thursday nights, 8 to it's 9 for o'clock. You. 8 and 9 o'clock, rather. Out, rather. Um, I believe Alex is the, the main man who's, who is hosting up in there. Uh, any bar owners out there that want trivia, go ahead and sign up for You can sign up for it uh, for Sporkle Live Trivia Nights. Within the next 30 days, Sporkle Live will purchase a $250 gift card from your business to promote your shows. You can check that out at sporklelive.com slash sales. So what are we all drinking right now? Because we kind of like <laughs> no, went we right into right in. uh, the, the hot news of the day. Uh, so what, what, what you got over there, so, Mr. Uh, Robert? So um, I got a, a can from uh, my man Johnny over at Herman's. He gave me a can of Flying Monkey Juicy Ass IPA, which uh, it's pretty enjoyable. Sometimes I don't see a, a lot of stuff from Flying Monkey around here other than that chocolate manifesto. I just assume uh, that's all they made. Yeah, I know. That, that's all <laughs> I see. But uh, one of, uh, a buddy of mine that uh, I used to meet up with at, at Ashley's, he, is, uh, he works for a distributor and he actually was trying to work with Flying Monkey to get more distribution out here. But I, I guess nothing's really come of it because, like I said, that's all I see is the chocolate manifesto. So... That's pretty much what I have in right now. It's not bad. Not bad. Morning. Angela, what's up? Um, I've got some juicy nuggets from 450. <laughs> some juicy nuggets? It's okay. It's my second from this brewery I mean, in the, the past two days. The, the label kind of looks like a cross between Fruity Pebbles and Cheetos. And Flintstones. <laughs> Flintstones. Yeah, it looks also, like the Fruity Pebbles. Uh... Flintstone kids. <laughs> I also brought us a little um, oatmeal cookie from Brown Ooh. Iron. What about that uh, Fruity and the Blowfish? I didn't bring that one this week. Fruity and the Blowfish? It's really good. I drank one today. (laughs) It's a super juicy grapefruit IPA. Of course it is. (laughs) Because it's an IPA. I don't understand. That's why I didn't waste my time bringing it. (laughs) Aw, you care about me. Uh. (laughs) Matt, what do you... <laughs> no uh, solve that one. Thanks, Angela. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking a white claw hard seltzer. Um, 
I've been waiting for these to come out in Tall Boys. These are stupid good. They're just a little water with a little 5% ABV in them. Nice. Good times. I've got a uh, Mary Kaibo Especial Special Brown Ale. What's so special about it? Uh, it is an ale brewed with cacao and spices. Cacao. So this was brewed uh, or bottled like two and a half years ago. So ju- so the specialness is it's, it's age. Oh, it's, you know it, what? It is age. Speaking of bottled two and a half years ago, I think I brought something that would be just for you, Ken. Oh, Uh-oh. no. I brought, let's say, right before we go to break, <sighs> bottle blow, I'll blow your face out. Blow your face out. That what? I, I believe that bottle is from its original release. We from might. the old Jesus. <laughs> God, I don't remember much of that show. <laughs> that might be worth giving a shot. That yeah. might be. I mean, I, I, I have no idea what it would taste like because I hated Blow Your Face Out when it first uh, yeah. first came out. But I kept yeah I kept looking for a date I was I was pretty sure that was that was the the first release it, it might be a maybe a year ago but it, it is at least a year year and a half old did they release that before they were um, open no they, or no. was it just other they had because it was stuff. the other stuff it was live wire oh, live wire so. was their award winning IPA <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, that's got a gold medal at uh, World Beer Fest, I believe. Uh, not well, wasn't I forgot what the hell it was. The called. one in Frankenmuth? No, no, that's World no Beer this Expo. was. It was, was this uh, in Colorado, wasn't it? No, it was in Oregon. It was Oregon. the uh, the 2018 Best of Craft Beer Awards, which uh, actually we can go over that uh, after the break. Wait, Livewire Live won Wire? another award? Um, because this was this was before that. This was a couple of years ago. Uh, this yes. Yes. So Livewire still winning awards, and they know wow. that they know it's Livewire. Well, they don't. They don't know well, it's like, Livewire. It is. It is Livewire. That's <laughs> Livewire. Always reminds me of Limewire. I think that's yeah. what we used to use Bear to share? download illegal music. <laughs> I just assumed like when you started listening to music, Spotify was already out, and you were. <laughs> hey, they have a new beer call- coming out. Hey, called you Master. guys need me on this show because I bring a nice young presence. Yeah, I know. I mean, we're definitely getting into the uh, kindergarten job group for sure. Damn. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Better on Draft Podcast. And we are back. Episode 121 of the Better on Draft Podcast. My name is Ken. Segment two that tried to play a little bit early is uh here is robert with the beer news robert with the beer news the camera's still directly on you too hold on i gotta get ready <laughs> so oh okay. and uh, the music continues <laughs> hey, we're on break now uh hey. so robert hey. the news oh so did you hear about the winter beer fest uh yes <laughs> yes <laughs> i am very well aware of the winter beer fest <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's crazy shit. Um, all right, so we'll go through a couple things. I uh, know in a we haven't mentioned in a a, a, la- a few weeks with the uh, brewery throwdown that has been going down at uh, Ashley's and Westland, and uh, uh, this year since they switched everything back to uh, Michigan breweries. So as far as the first round, the the breweries that made it out to the final four uh, is Old Nation. Which will be taking on Odd Side, or, or yeah, Old Nation, which will be taking on Odd Side. Uh, Old Nation had beat Ellison, Odd Side beat Griffin Claw. 
Uh, on the other side of the bracket is Drafting Table, who defeated Arbor Brewing Company, and who will be taking on Kenton Brewworks, who beat River's Edge. I uh, believe they're the semifinal matchup between uh, Old Nation and Oddside. I believe that takes place on March the 23rd. Now, is this one in Westland or in Ann Arbor? This is in Westland. Actually, this is the twenty. Should, I think it should be the twenty first. I know because they do it on a they do it on a Wednesday. Uh, so twenty eighth then. Yeah, it could be the twenty first. The twenty first was last week. Twenty first of March. 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 Gotcha. Yep. March. Yeah. There you cool. go. You got it. We're good. Okay. <laughs> so all of it is is based on sales overall pints sold for that night. Uh, thoughts on on who makes it to the final. Uh, do we have a beer list at all or no? Not yet. They won't announce the the beer list until it's it's usually the weekend before. But um, I, it, it's it's I mean pretty much I, you might as well just put the heavy hitters in there because I, I think as far as Old Nation is concerned, you know Boss Tweed's going to be in there this round and in the final if they make the final. I, I think it'll be Old Nation versus Drafting Table in the finals. Yeah, I probably agree with that. Just because it seems like the the brackets kind of weighted to the draft or the old nation side because it's drafting table versus who? Drafting Canton Brewers. So I mean, no disrespect to either of those, but neither of them seem as as big as either old nation or boss or uh, or odd side. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see like drafting table versus odd side um, as opposed to old nation versus odd side. But with the way old nation is, I think it's going to be hard to not uh, just. Completely wipe odd side. Right. No offense. I love odd sides beer. Oh yeah, yeah. And like I was saying at a break, I I finally got a couple hold of a couple bottles of of Morningwood and really looking forward to trying this stuff because uh, I've never had it and uh, hopefully this shit is really really good. But I, I think the I, the thing is, you know, odd side they're going to bring heavy beers. Like Old yeah. Nation doesn't bring heavy beers, so. You can just in the transitive tr- properties of drinking beers drink more odd side because they're lighter and easier to crush versus your your thick nightman leaveth or morningwood stout. I mean, you can drink so many more M fifty three or boss tweeds just because they go down so much easier. I'm more of the M forty three than a boss tweed. Exactly, and just <laughs> you get that heavy, hearty, multi you know stout beer with the nightman leaveth. It's gonna sit with you for a minute. You can just crush M forty threes. I'll, I'll crush Nightman Levis, and I'll just take an Uber home on that one. Yeah, I think you're <laughs> you're gonna drink the the same amount no matter what if you want to participate and try to help your team win or your brewery win or whoever win. Just bring a shitload of people. Yeah, you can stack them in there. Um, some news came out today about uh, New Belgium. Um, obviously, we we've started to really catch some effects of this craft beer slowdown. As uh, New Belgium is basically laying off 28 employees across the production, administration, finance, human resources, and IT departments. Um, obviously, oh, no. this is <clears throat> it's my favorite brewery. And yeah, they're they're making making a little bit because I mean I don't know I guess everybody's got to make some cuts. Uh, but basically, this is coming after th- basically three months after the company consolidated sales territories. Uh, which resulted in the termination of six salespeople. Uh, so basically, that's it's kind of what we're looking at with, with New Belgium, and, and hopefully that will stop <laughs> any other layoffs that are, are going to be happening. But obviously with 
their layoffs. You've got Green Flash that changed their all, all of their distribution. You've got the uh, auction of Smutty Nose that, that happened uh, last, I think it was a couple weeks ago, or at least was setting up for, for an auction. Um, they're, they're, they're still pretty positive um, with, with the layoffs. Obviously, it's small. But uh, it, it, it's kind of interesting to see another brewery that is that is taking a hit when, when these these numbers are going down this, this year. You, it sounds like they were redundant jobs, like HR and finance, right? Finance, like, IT. I knew obviously there there were some some salespeople that were that were gone too, and that and like I said that that's in terms of I guess in a way redistrict, redistricting. Their uh, sales territories. It just seems like a lot of those jobs that I mean, I'm sure they're needed, but you know, IT makes you know so many jobs redundant these days. Do you really need three people working payroll on a Friday, or you know, you get everybody's stuff in on a Thursday, you just run it, you call it a day, don't you? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. HR Angela. HR. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I always thought it'd be fun. Toast point of sale guy. I mean, you do run. <laughs> Payroll through point of sale? Uh, yeah, all of our point of sale. So we we don't do like payroll itself, like cutting checks, but we get all the labor reporting through the system so, I mean, itself. It sounds like they're eliminating jobs that are just kind of on top of one another. It could be. I mean, they're they're just or it just could be dead areas. I mean, when you're fighting for shelf space, do you really want to fight to try to like break even, or do you want to fight for where you're already making a profit? Because if you're you're fighting in such a, a clustered area. You're not going to win, especially because you're New Belgium. You're a big brewery. You're not the you know the small local anymore. But they are employee owned. They are. So why fire lay people off or let them go versus cross the board budget cuts? Like, hey, we can either let ten people go or everyone takes a two percent pay decrease. They're gonna let people go, right? I mean, it's either let people go or yeah, it, it's like I said, do a ten percent decrease on everybody's pay. You may potentially lose more people based on well, losing, then, losing but that do you, amount. Do you let? Do you put that to a vote since everyone's kind of equal in that? And then maybe by even putting out that email, people start looking for jobs, and you get the turnover that you want without getting rid of anybody. But I mean, I, I guess putting to a vote is going to do the same thing. Does it? I mean, I would feel like if if they put it to a vote and say it, you know, it wins out fifty two forty eight, and everybody takes a ten percent pay cut. Juan, is that during the they're, popular or the electoral college? They're they're employee owned, but you have to remember is, is that not one employee one vote? It's all based on how much you have in shares. Uh, yeah, too fair. And if you if you're the CEO, COO, any C level, if you're any high VP, anything like that, you're gonna have a lot more shares than just coming like you know. It doesn't matter. It does, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it it can happen like you can have a coup in regards to that but the the high levels are going to have over 50 percent. i can guarantee it you don't think you'll see a, a bunch of bikes circling around the, the executive offices <laughs> <laughs> ring 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 it sounds like the start uh, to a bet one of those like the warriors or something like that no it's or, the uh, uh, start to uh the fight at anchorman oh. too <laughs> the fight at anchorman too oh my mm. god goodness all right. Well, we kind of alluded to this one uh, before before the break. The Best of Craft Award took place in Bend, Oregon, uh, a couple weekends ago, uh, which now, according to organizers, become the third largest brewing competition in the U.S. 
Uh, with over 2,000 breweries, the one going that went home with the trophy for Brewery of the Year is uh, Breakside Brewing of Portland. Uh, hopefully we can get some of that beer out here because apparently it's, it's absolutely amazing. Did well enough to take home 11 medals, including four gold medals. And wow. they've got three locations out in, in the Portland area and known for a uh, diverse portfolio of beers, including Barrel Age and Sour Beers, uh, Fruity Berlin of Ice yes. style beers. Yeah, one of Matt's favorites. Uh, definitely sounds like they're worth worth looking into. Uh, they are distributing. They do distribute in uh, 10 other states along with the British Columbia and Alberta. Uh, but, of course, the, the interesting part uh, with these uh, Best of Craft Beer Awards, there were three Michigan breweries that took home medals. Um, there was the Ari, Era, I always screw up with my Irish, uh, from Cedar Springs uh, here in Michigan, won a bronze in the category of Irish-style dry stout or export stout. Uh, the Buck Rider by North Pier Brewing in Benton Harbor won a gold in American Belgio style ale. Just as a side note, that's a really neat small little brewery over there. The, the North Belgium? Pier, no, the North Pier Brewing. They're the ones that make the, the beer in the stubby bottles, right? Uh, I think you're thinking of uh, North Peak. North Peak, okay. Yes, oh, that is true. Okay. Yes, North Pier is just a small little micro. Okay. Um, and the gold in English style summer ale going to Livewire from Roke in Royal Oak. Now there was there a clip art section that was also part of the competition. <laughs> to be honest, as Why much as you, you make fun this? of it, this is a really good logo. You always I think do that's this. That's the only good card. one, though. Livewire is the Livewire looks like you're on a beach, and it really looks like a generic. MS Paint font. Like, it looks like the back of a solitaire deck. <laughs> That's such a random poll. Like, I don't even know. Like, I, I just have no response to that. See, and, and the thing is, is that, and, and I think we've brought it up before, where we've always talked about tap handles and how tap handles will draw you to a certain beer. So, as far as the labels are concerned... You're looking at at a rogue label. You're not touching it just based on the label alone. Uh, it almost, that's pretty much where where it sounds like it's where where you would go. I don't know. Like I guess when rogue came out, I was selling against it, so I think I have a little bit of a bias towards it. Go, you, go figure. Um, but I I don't know. It just it just doesn't it doesn't really register to me. Maybe like. The concept that uh, I think it's maybe more of how they came about. Like they literally planted a flag and just started shipping beer, and yeah. instead of like yeah. built up a following, and then people discovered it as good beer and then started shipping. I mean, they're still here, so I'd have to say it, it at least worked to some aspect. Do you think that Axel kind of did something similar too? Just no. like. Okay. Well, Axel, sorry, sorry, that was really rude of me, and I will take that back. Uh, no, for Axel, just because I've heard the story and like how much Dan Riley just hates the whole thing, because um, they literally just took over Milking It Productions and fixed it. Was like it called Milking It Productions? Yeah. Oh wow, that's MIP. Uh, it was like Mill King K I N G. Oh, I thought uh, you were just, like, like, sticking with the bad joke, you're just milking it. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's an actual, it was called Milking It Productions. That's where Brick was. That's where the Axel beer was. Snow, City. So they had a lot of beers, but the thing is, is that they are not, uh, 
Like they, they took it over and literally just laid everyone off and said, we're just taking this over. So like they had the place for production based brewing, but they didn't have a tap room. They went backwards. Whereas Roke was just like, Hey, we're going to produce and have a tap room. So I think they had, they had the ability, like what they purchased was a production facility. So you had to do production. Fair. Yeah, just but seemed- I guess just putting just like pumping out beer not like under a name that people didn't know and it it, it was just okay. It wasn't like great beer, you know, and then to open up you know, and to like kinda like float by and everyone's like, Oh, that's Axel and then they open up this like beautiful tap room and the beers there are good and the food yeah. is so good. I mean it's a beautiful tap room. Shout shout out so, to Dan by the way because uh So I guess I was just thinking like I mean, maybe if they hadn't opened that tap room, how much longer would we be seeing Axel Beer around? That's a fair question. Yeah. It's a very true. fair question. And like I said, shout out, shout out to Dan. I, I did stop in there. Um, Do you have the Wolf Mother? Or yes, I got the. Wolf, I got a couple bottles of the Wolf Tone, the Wolf Tone, uh, the uh, barrel aged uh, Imperial Stout. Um, I guess for me, for an Imperial Stout that is barrel aged, it was thinner than I expected, but. Even for for that, it was it was still definitely enjoyable. Was it cut? It was not cut. Okay. Oh my god! Enough enough with that. A uh, couple that other joke died. <laughs> no, I'm still milking. I'm milking it. Obviously, a uh, couple other awards that uh, that were around in the area. Uh, our, our neighbors to the south in Toledo, uh, Black Cloister won a couple silvers. Uh, one for their rekindle. Uh, in the category of chili pepper beer, I didn't realize there actually was a category for that. And another one, another silver for true Scotsman for Scotch ale. Um, yeah, so that was uh, pretty much it for for the award. So big up on them. So you said it's the third largest beer. They, one of the top two, then is it World Beer Expo and World Beer Fair? Then I don't think World Beer Expo is that or big. Great American Beer Fest. GABF's probably number one. I would think. Yeah, I guess they would be one. I, I have no idea what it would be two. It's, it's funny because they're like Extreme with the article. Seems to be bigger than I thought. Extreme Beer Fest in Boston. Yeah, that's a big one. I don't know if it is the second, the, the number two. I'm, I'm kind of like it could almost even be like something we've never even heard of, and like when, <laughs> you know, like it could be something California. California is such a big state. Who knows? All right. I mean, with all the breweries that they have, I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't be surprised. So true. Um, all right, so another one. Uh, we got to go back to Maryland on this one because uh, Maryland is just fucking up. I don't know what's going on out there. Uh, so the old line states at it again uh, with their back end legislative bills. Uh, I know early last year we talked about uh, House Bill twelve eighty three, which is a bill that was allowed, which allowed breweries to sell more beer annually in house, but required new breweries to close their tap rooms no later than 10 p.m. on the weekends, except for the one new location that was showing up being uh, the upcoming Guinness Tap Room. So now uh, there are two new bills which basically are going against each other. Uh, There's House Bill 518, uh, which is being supported by the craft brewers and supposedly by uh, Diageo, which is the parent company of Guinness, um, its aim is to loosen restrictions on beer sales and modernizing the state beer laws, making Maryland similar to other states that have made craft beer into major tourism. Uh, the second bill is House Bill 1052, 
being supported by the distributorships, which would put lower limits on craft breweries while being beneficial to that still of Guinness, which uh, Guinness had actually put out a press release on their website saying that they do not support 1052. Uh, So a couple highlights as far as the bills from 518. That's the good one. That's the good one. It would remove all limits on beer production, taproom sales, and take-home sales. Uh, repeal the buyback provision that requires brewers to pr- purchase their beer from distributors at a marked-up cost if they exceed the 2,000-barrel limit on taproom sales. Uh, lift unnecessary restrictions on take-home sales. Let local dis- jurisdictions set guidelines for taproom operating hours. Uh, allow smaller breweries to self-distribute. And remove restrictions on contact contract brewing that inhibit startup businesses. Now, 1052... That's the bad one. ...would reduce the amount of annual taproom sales allowed from 2,000 barrels to 500 barrels. Wow. Directly prohibit contract brewing of any kind in the state and restrict sample sizes at all breweries. This is some petty shit right here. Uh, restrict sample sizes at all breweries to only three ounces per su- per style or brand. <laughs> so, so uh, a paddle or a flight would only be three ounces per. I, I think there wouldn't even I, be able to have flights because it's three ounces per brand. It's it's three ounces for the the beer. Like you can't get a pint anymore. That's what I'm reading in that. Oh, I thought it said sample size. So I would I was thinking flight. Well, I think if you go to a brewery, everything's a sample, isn't it? <laughs> if it's, I mean, if you're courageous enough, then sure. Well, that that's how I read it. Is is that you can't get more than a three ounce sample of the beer? Not not. A I read it. It reads to me like if you're going to get a sample of beer, like a flight, which range from three to five ounces, it's got to be three ounces. So if you do know, reach us out to us uh, Twitter Better on Draft, Facebook Better on Draft, and uh, correct us or twitch us or twitch us or yeah. twitch us. Hop on Twitch TV forward slash Bod Podcast. B-O-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. You can listen to us live every Friday from 7 to 9 Eastern. But, yeah, I read it as, like, three ounces, period. Like, you can't have any more. Because there are a lot of, like, places, like breweries and other states where there's no tap house. You just get samples while you're there. That's it. So mm-hmm. what's the drive behind the the ten fifteen bill? Like, people just got their the beta. The 1052. I, I think the drive is just really with the distri- with the distributors because I think the distributors feel that with 518 they get screwed out of making any money or making more money than, you know, what they're making now or what they would make with 1052. I mean, they're you're you're talking about getting rid of the buyback provision. So they a brewery we'll say you know Union Brewery which you know by the way they make double duck pin I absolutely love that shit. Um, they go past two thousand barrels, they now have to sell their barrels to the distributor, local distributor, and then buy them back so that they can sell them again in the tap room. And it's it's not fair to Union because you know it's it's their beer they brewed it they should be able to sell it in in their own tap room. But distributor, obviously, they're looking at it and say, well, wait a minute. We still have to make our money because we're trying to distribute beer and, and trying to sell the beer. And here comes a distributor with his hand up. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> Just go. So the law is you can't sell beer, right? Is that kind of the premise? Like if you sell more than 2,000 barrels of beer? 
if you sell more than two, if you sell more than two thousand barrels of beer, then you have to sell right. your. You have to basically sell. I guess sell your barrels to the distributor. I, to I'd like to. I'd like to introduce the Cheech and Chong defense of we're not selling beer. We're giving beer away with a cover charge of seven dollars. And every time they finish a beer, they have to walk outside and they can walk back in for another $7 and we'll give them another pint. (laughs) Thus, we're not directly charging them for drinking the beer. We're charging them to walk in and they can just, they're members and they get to have beer then for free. I mean, I'm sure there's ways around it that they'll make sure to try. So I'm looking at the, the article a little bit more. And it looks like the two people who are trying to introduce the the HB uh, 1052 uh, are two senators who just happen to have family members who are in the liquor control business. Uh, well, the distro business and the liquor store business. Oh, hmm. So you could tell that there is probably some lobbyists and lobbying in regards to like I'm I'm 100 percent against the whole. Uh, buy purchase and buy back in your own site, your own that, liquid. Yeah, that is really, really annoying. Like there, there's no good way to do it except you're just penalizing the fact that these people can make beer and you can't. And there, I guess it it seems like you're stunting growth of business. Like, what if? And I always go back to accountants. What if you could only do like 499 tax returns for clients, but you had like lines out the door. Or what if you could only sell 499 car insurance policies? Or right. you could only sell 499 pairs of shoes? Yeah, because, I mean, if I was a brewer and I hit 1999 uh, barrels, I'd be closing the rest of the year. Or I'd be shortening hours or right. I'd be doing something because the amount of money you lose at 2K. Right. Because you're, you're, you're you, you need to go from, like, 1999 to, like, 5K or something like that just to, just like, to make, just to make, eat yeah, up all that money right. you're losing. And, I mean, that, that's basically what Maryland's comptroller, Peter Franchot, had basically said. He, he had even said on a Facebook post that uh, House Bill 1052, for all intents and purposes, destroy the craft brewing industry in the state of Maryland. And he, and he was one of the proponents who helped propose, you know, House Bill 518. He his his entire idea with this is that if the breweries have the freedom to make and sell their beer, that that would help in Maryland's tourism. Sure, and thus the state makes more money. They get more tax money, and you know everybody's happy in the state of Maryland. Uh, but but he basically he he came out with a statement and said you know as bad as house bill 1283 was which was one of the originals that passed um that 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 1052 is is so much worse and it would send a message once once and for all that our state's government is hostile to our current and future craft brewers and indifferent to the jobs economic growth and neighborhood reinvestment they provide one of maryland's great breweries union craft brewing has already stated publicly that this bill would jeopardize its future here in maryland so it it that that's so, do we put a flyer it. out and see if they want to come over here to Michigan? I mean, I certainly would not be opposed to it because I I think as far as uh, uh I have a buddy that's out there and he he brought some some stuff from Union and I would highly recommend it. So I I would have no problem with them coming to Michigan at all. I just I don't understand a lot like I understand why they did it because it's obvious why they're trying to make it 
But looking at like the information, and this this article is available on Pace Magazine if you guys want to check it out. Um, but it's going to reduce the sales in tap rooms by seventy five percent. Yeah, I mean from two thousand to, to five hundred. Right? That's a lot of beer. That's a lot of profit. That's a lot of everything. Like, well, it's, I, I mean, it doesn't reduce it. It just means that th- it's just a lower level before they have to distribute, right? So does that what does that change their break even point then? Like. If they sell 500 in house, then they have to sell 2,000 between. Like, is yeah, I would I would be curious what their their rate is in regards to how much money they lose on the um, the sell and repurchase. Like, right. what what's what's a typical upcharge for distro? Thirty percent. So you would need to make thirty percent more. And uh, mind beers, you, you would, so you're looking at 200 more uh, barrels. Barrels, probably and, when you factor in all the other things. And then, if you are a new brewery, you're going to have to do that in three less hours on the weekend. You're talking because if, if the 10 o'clock rule, because the 10 o'clock rule, if you are a new brewery, you can't be open past 10 o'clock. On I think that's weekend. I think that's the bigger sin here is what what the hell's with why is 10 o'clock anything like that's so arbitrary, like. Because Guinness, do gets, I have to go milk the cows at three o'clock in the morning? Is that do we need to be in bed? I, I, I maybe I don't know. I don't know. That's the one north, I mean, uh, north of fifty nine. Guinness Guinness gets to because of what their license would be in the state, they get the exception to that rule. So essentially, any new brewery closes at ten. Meanwhile, here's big ass Guinness that's down the street that gets you know, to stay open until two. If Guinness was true to their word and against it, Guinness should be the one that says we'll pull out of Maryland if this law goes through. Because that's the only way that's going to change. I think Guinness is all talks trying to act like it's for the little guy. But they're the ones that win the most in, in either, either in That's either an case. interesting concept. Yeah, that, that like is. You, you, you got my brain rolling a little bit on that one. Ooh, brain rolling. Because <laughs> they, they changed laws for Guinness to to fight for Guinness to get there, yeah, and I mean it, it's I think no matter what it's going to have to be a port city for Guinness to not necessarily. I mean, I I just I just there have are this thirteen f- colonies. There are, there are. There were anyways. I mean, they're still there. Uh, the Commonwealth. See, and and the problem the problem with their statement is that they still supported twelve eighty three, which was the bill which essentially pushed any new brewery from being able to stay open late. Yeah, so I think Guinness is playing both sides here. I'm calling shenanigans on Guinness. Shenanigans, Guinness. I mean, hmm. I just... That really throws me off now, because I'm just like, well, why Why are you supporting one that you're, you're basically saying that you're okay with the competition, so you don't support 1052, but you support not having a competition by enjoying the privileges of being able to stay open later because of 1283. You know what they said? Membership has its privileges. Well, that's American Express. We ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at uh, the information in regards to the the brewery system over at Guinness right now. Or uh, the, the one in Maryland. Like, what's going on? Like, where they are. Like, from, from what I can gather, it looks like it's open already. Oh. Okay. So, oh, it's just like it just says a test tap room. So it's kind of just like they got like a small little tap room that's going on right now until their actual brewery opens. I was going to say because I don't remember that they were actually going to brew. I thought there was. Oh, they're like, going to be brewing there. Oh, they're thought, just not brewing Guinness. 
like uh, Guinness, Guinness. They're brewing like the American IPA. The yeah, Guinness they're going to be brew, brewing a bunch American of American wheat. beers. Yeah, yeah that'll go over like a fart in church, won't it? <laughs> <laughs> Do farts that. in church go over? Uh, pretty well. <laughs> I was say I haven't done that in a long time. So <laughs> uh, let's uh, take a quick break on that note because uh, I know I'm looking at a lot of stuff. Uh, yep. We'll be right back. Better on Draft Podcast. So as always with segment three, we have uh, five questions with Matt Bush. Five. So is it like the episode of How I Met Your Mother when Marshall's dad dies and and Robin goes? She's got all the stuff coming out of her purse. That's that's a like amazing and bad episode. (laughs) (laughs) Who got cousin Daphne drunk? She's fourteen. Man, they grow them big out here. Here's your number back. All right, boys and girls, welcome, welcome, welcome. So I had to uh, change up the mystery beer halfway through the day. So the first two questions were supposed to lead you into clues. I don't know what the which one my mystery beer is. It's the the one that doesn't smell. Yeah, the heady one that doesn't smell like a raisin, an oatmeal raisin cookie. It looks like it has like a toxic foam on top. Yeah, look at the lacing. So I'll uh, I'll give you extra points if you could figure out what the mystery. Uh, brewery was going to be with answer number one and number was, two. Was it Grand be? River Brewing? No. So, question number one. Too soon. <laughs> Glasshouse. Um, don't don't get me started with them right now. So, question number one: Yellow Jackets and Bulldogs are mascots of the two major universities of this state. Georgia. Georgia. Georgia's own. Georgia. All right. I'm going to need you to finish your beer because you might spill. There's a long scientific word that I want to make anybody spit up, do a spit take. Okay. A herpetologist. Herpetologist. Not as Herp- funny as you wanted it to be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. She Doesn't, says ten words through the entire day. <laughs> five of them come down on me. <laughs> Studies this amphibious animal. Herpetologist. 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 <sighs> amphibious animal. Herpetologist. Herpetologist. <laughs> oh, was, wow. was that a clue? Was, 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 was that a turtle? It's a turtle. Was he trying to... turtles. It, it kind of sounds... Tortoises? Know. Or is it turtles? It's turtles, yes, yes. yes. I like turtles. <laughs> so, between Georgia and turtles, do you know what brewery I was going to choose? Terrapin. There you go. <laughs> However, I did not because I could not find a can of Terrapin in the market today. You should have hit me up. I could have brought you some. Well, then you would have known. I'm not like I'm going to get it anyway. I know. Good point. You're pretty useless anyways. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> All right. So, wow. We're going back and both forth. of you in timeout. All right. So the description of this beer is a 3.7 out of 5. Enjoyed from a 12-ounce can in a pint glass. Nice. Wait, wait, wait. Is enjoyed in quotes? Uh, no. This is from, well, again, 3 out of 7 out of 5. All so right. this nice insert style pours a deep cola blackish brown with wisps of light brown high lights and a nice head of th- light tan foam that settles to a thick ring, thin layer, and excellent lacing. Nose of cocoa, coffee, raisins, and deeply roasted malts. Flavors follow the nose, deeply roasted grains, rye bread crust, cold-pressed coffee, and cocoa swinging in a touch of lactose cream, with a bitter malt aftertaste. What I want a this style to taste like, satisfying and roasty. 
full mouthfeel with a moderate carbonated finish, lightly bitter roasted caramel malt with a subtle hop character, a new favorite from this brewery, this Michigan brewery, a different style drinker's joy. Very nice. Very nice. I like. Do you like? I haven't had it yet, so okay. we're gonna we're gonna go in here. I mean, as far as nose is concerned, it's like all I smell are dates. Well, that's interesting. I mean, it's pretty damn clean. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I'm not getting much. Yeah, it's like just... I'm getting it's it's definitely like obviously being dark. It's it's not a stout. It's got to be a porter. Angel, have you had this before? I. D- don't know if I've had it before, but I tried it just now. I'm trying to get like tastes, and I just not. I'm not getting anything. Like I'm getting I'm a get, lot, but like I'm not getting, getting any definition. That, like kind of weird sour sweetness. Maybe yeah, that's mm-hmm. that sour is definitely there. The coffee is definitely there. So, God, well, it's a Michigan brewery, so I already know that. We got three questions to it's also go. Also warm, so. I kind of feel like it didn't come from a growler or a crowler, maybe something else. Like a can or a bottle. That yeah, he purchased and let it sit in his car for a while. That's that's typical Matt fashion. You guys I mean, know me way too well. Trunk aged. Because if it was like cold, aged. that means you would have just picked it up, most likely. Does it? Know? But I actually think that if but it was cold, not. I think I would actually like it less. Well, so you like the room temperature on this one? I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, I mean, if I got a little more heat out of it, I think I would like it a little more. Heat mm-hmm. as in warmth or spice? Uh, spice. <laughs> so you want spice in this beer? Like well, you drink a spice or a, a whiskey or um, something like something with a, with a bite to it. Yeah, it, it's, it is. It does. It just. It just. It's so damn clean. It's, it's right. Just, it's right there, right for it. Right. So I mean, you're kind of upset that the beer is so clean. Yeah. Does, isn't that it's kind of bad. like first world prob- first world craft beer problems? Damn it, this beer doesn't have enough flavoring to it. It's just perfectly. It's it's not bad, but obviously, you know what what I'm drinking and what I want. Craft beer drinkers love adjuncts. Throw more shit in it to make us happy, but not actual shit. Yeah, don't don't do anything with peanuts and cracker yeah, jacks because that's just not original. Oh, Ouch. I see what you were there. All right. Uh, Man, that was a lot of fun while we were brewing beer and doing absolutely nothing while the beer was brewing. <laughs> I'm so mad I was not there. Ugh. So let's let's All do right. the first one. Uh, is this brewery? Because I, w- I want to kind of get at least a uh, um like a general area. So let's let's do with our 127. I like I like that east west area. So is this west of 127? It. Is it is west of 127. Where's 127? What is 127 <laughs> cuts through East Lake. It's basically it's Lansing, Lansing yeah, it's and the Pass. So it's not East Lansing. It's not Detroit, Flint, uh, Austin Bros. Because okay. there's no reason to say Alpena when it's just the Austin Bros. Unless you're referring to uh, Austin Brothers or Die Hard too. Nothing in Ann Arbor. Nothing in Jackson. Um, so that leaves us with Battle Creek, Marshall, Kazu, Grand Rapids, <laughs> Traverse City. The, the heavy hitters. Yeah. yeah. Holland. But, I mean, it makes us think at least in that area. Like, sure. It, it, yeah. it gives us. It's not local. Yeah. It's it's not. God damn. I, I guarantee you it's a porter. Like, no, the, the, there's the not body, a stout. It's definitely not a 
stressed out. Yeah, I had. Speaking of which, as I go off on, I had the Baltic Porter at Jamex last night. Oh, you're oh my, my side god, of town last it was night? so good. Yeah, you're on my side of town. I was on your side. You didn't say hello. I, I went to Baffin and they were packed. You didn't even stop. You didn't, oh my god, they were packed. You, didn't you, weren't, you weren't in. Baffin? But you got to go see our <laughs> friends at Jamex. Yeah, I got cool. to see Cat was there. They've been. I mean, I actually just I saw them on Facebook recently. They have a five star review. Awesome. Or I mean, like. Did I say that right? Five yeah. stars, like five across, stars. like nothing lower than a five. That's really impressive. Their uh, their brewery is very very good, and they're turning beers out a lot faster than they expected. That's awesome. I've only 16. heard good things, uh, you know, from our community since they opened, and that's it's a tough crowd, as we know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. yes, that was discussed too. <laughs> the tough crowd. All right, so let's get – so we, we know it's a porter, so we don't need to ask that question. So we have a West Michigan porter is what you're telling me. A West Michigan porter. So I'm, I'm, I'm just literally staring at a map. <laughs> like is, that's, is it the Better on Draft beer map? It is not the Better on Draft beer map. Betteronddraft.com forward slash MI beer map. MI beer map, yes. Uh, no, I'm literally looking right at the map just because I'm, I like, like I would think if I'm looking at the Michigan beer map from better on draft, it would just be so cluttered right. that I wouldn't be able to, to see it, but let's, we can, uh, should, oh, geez, I don't know. I feel like the first two questions are always geographical. I wonder. Do you have a non-geographical question? Go for it. No, because I was just thinking, should we just. You know, throw Grand Rapids area in there, and if that's a no, then you know, either I guess either we got to go to we got to go to Kalamazoo or we got to go north. So like like twenty five miles within Grand Rapids. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, Metro I, Grand I, Rapids. I was thinking like Metro Grand Rapids. You know, the way they treat Metro so Detroit, like Holland, know. Grand Rapids, Muskegon. That's about it. Yeah, like are we find with those three cities. I mean, like pretty pretty much like how people from Sterling Heights say they Grand Haven. Detroit. Let's put that in there. How <laughs> <laughs> everybody who lives north of eight mile lives in Detroit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so you gave me a list of cities, and I have to tell you if the beers from one of those cities is that what you're saying? Uh, yes. So um, we're going Grand Haven, Muskegon, Grand Rapids, uh, like Grand Rapids that includes like Comstock Park. Uh, Holland and we'll just throw Saga Tuck in there. All right, so give so Grand Haven, Grand Rapids, Holland, and what others? Saga Tuck, Muskegon. Okay, you are in the wrong quadrant of Michigan still. Hmm. Wrong quadrant. Well, of... you've said. I mean, Holland is almost directly south of Muskegon. Yep. So there's a a western boundary, Muskegon over to. I guess Comstock Park, Comstock Park down through Grand Rapids. And so the answer is no. It's back not over to, yeah, you are. Uh, this is not, these are not the brews that you are looking for. <laughs> so it's either a Traverse City or a Kalamazoo brew. Because I can't even think of a porter from uh, Marshall Dark Horse. Right. Oh, shut up, John Brock, Pimbrock. Ask him, Fluffernutter, if, if he knows. Uh, that's it's got to be Kalamazoo Bell's Bell's Porter. Have we had Bell's Porter? We haven't had Bell's Porter on the show. That gets destroyed. That gets destroyed. And when was the last time you had Bell's Porter? 
I don't remember Bell's Porter being this bitter. <laughs> I don't remember Bell's Porter at all. Yeah, I don't remember it at all. If I've ever even had it, to be honest. God damn, this has got to be in distro. This, I, I think, I really think actually we could get a good guess if we figure out if it came in a can or a bottle. All right, throw it. Oh, obviously okay. that's a can. That's I kind of, I kind of uh, dropped out for a sec. So as far as like location goes, so so we are. Arcadia, where is Arcadia? We, is that in or out? Arcadia is in Kalamazoo. That's Kalamazoo. So that is would that be in, in the running too. But Arcadia is a bottle, right? And we just figured out it's a can. It's a can because our yeah. So we just lowered it down to right brain. Right brain. Right. Uh. I'm trying to think what else. Who else? Does, yeah, who else does cans over there? That's not in the Grand Rapids metro area. Now. Not in the Grand Rapids metro area. Obviously, not Dark Horse. Now that we know it's a can, right? It's not Sagatuck, even though that was in our list. Right. Um, Portage, uh, Latitude Forty Two. Latitude Forty Two. There, they can. Oh, could it be? Hmm. What's the? They have the the power line porter. Does Petoskey can? Yeah, Petoskey cans. Petoskey does can. Does Petoskey have a porter? They probably do, but I don't remember seeing it in cans. No, Petoskey's technically uh, uh, east of 131. Considering, I mean, I'm giving Matt a chance to fix his answer, so now we know it's not Petoskey. I mean, we're we're kid, we're, we're keeping everything as, <laughs> but um, uh, no, because I mean, basically, he gave us quite a bit. What? So Petoskey this this has got to be a this has got to be Petoskey is east of one thirty one. I feel you like said one seventy one. What the hell is one? You said one twenty seven. By the way, oh, did I say one twenty seven? Yeah. Damn. As the Germans say, Eschein Schwanz. All right. I You're guess welcome. I, 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 I don't do. know. <laughs> <laughs> no habla español. Right. Um, I, I guess I was kind of thinking with the amount that he poured. This is not a twelve ounce can. This is a pint. Well, both so Petoskey and uh, Petoskey does latitude. But why do you think that? Because there's only three. You didn't pour yourself one, did you? Oh, uh, I don't think so. No. So there's only three cups. I still kind of felt like. But still, I, I mean, that could have been four. There was so much head on it. We couldn't even tell how much beer was in yeah, it. Yeah, Matt does not know how to pour beer. <laughs> we need to. We need to get him a class. Yeah, if I were only a certified beer server, maybe we should take him to. The tuna liquor. Says the tuna liquor over in Rochester Hills. Jack yeah. can teach you a few things about you there know you pouring. Where, beer. where is the tuna liquor? It's on uh, Rochester Road, just south of M fifty nine in okay. Rochester Hills. Gotcha. Ass. Good to know. <laughs> so we have one more question. Yeah, we do. Oh, jeez. I guess with me thinking it was a bigger can, I was trying. Excuse me. I was trying to eliminate Black Rocks. Mm. Well, I mean, oh, just take what geez. I said as a What's Black Rocks assault? Porter. I would I would imagine Black Rocks has one, but here we go. I'm I'm just gonna we're just gonna do another geographical thing because I think we're gonna we're gonna be able to figure this out. All right, is this south of 96? I'm gonna have to get back to the map. We should really start bringing a map to this. You should you should be. have a map right. up ready to go for <laughs> for these questions, knowing full well this is going to to be there. But if it's not in Grand Rapids. It's on the west side of 131. It, it is, is south, south of 96. 96. This is Powerline Porter by Latitude. There is no other canned porter 
There you go. Power line. Yeah, there's there's no other can to port. Like we we kind of you, you gave us the can and that gave us the extra. Well, there you go. I'm a team player. What can I say? So as has been briefly discussed, we did have other plans that say we, we took a rain check on, if you will. Oh <laughs> to tsunami. So what is your f- <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Jeez. Stop. Yeah. Don't, don't flood us with puns. Ah. <laughs> wow. That, was, that yeah, took me that a second. I was going to acknowledge that one. When it rains, it pours. <laughs> I think we all need to be muted for a second. A moment of silence. Oh, I wanted to add, but I'm, I suck. <laughs> so I think Just we... Just make those puns rain. Right. <laughs> I think we all had our favorite thing, uh, like when we were sick or we had a snow day. So what is your favorite thing to do or your favorite memory of your unexpected day offs as either today when you just don't have to go to work or when you were a kid and you would just not have to go to work? So two things uh, as a kid. One, obviously, and I don't know who didn't, Price is Right. Correct. Damn right. That you was always watch the price always, is right. Always, always. Number number two, especially if it was a snow day, making money, <laughs> shoveling snow. Oh yeah, yeah. I was I was out from like eight to eleven. Had my little Timex watch, so I knew when to get back for uh, price is right. Price is right. Yeah, aforementioned yes. price is right. Yeah, have have lunch eleven to twelve. Watch Price is Right, and then go off and make more money. See, I think that's mine is. Whenever I had a day off, it was grilled cheese and tomato soup day, especially if it was cold. But if you had the cold, too, tomato soup and grilled cheese cure all ills. What's interesting, I never got, like, sick as a kid. Like, I, I had enough, I didn't I had enough headaches and migraines in my life to give to anyone. But, like, I never got, like, sick sick. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, even when I got expelled, like, I was literally, I literally did nothing. What would you get expelled for? Uh, I got, I got, so I, I didn't get expelled. I got suspended indefinitely, barring a hearing in front of the school district board. Yeah, <laughs> continue. Yeah, how have I never told you guys? This? I, I would say I have no idea what. what Take it to nine o'clock, Ken. What? what? Uh, there, there isn't much to what, it. Need a point um, five for this. <laughs> <laughs> point one. So this would have been my junior year. We had figured out a teacher's password. Oh, jeez. Now, this is 2002. The teacher's password, very, very hard. Password? Powers. Just, just the word powers. P-O-W-E-R-S. Was that, that their last name? name? No, it was not. Their maiden um, name, Brad? He gave it to us. Oh. Oh, so, Okay. So this was like in October of the year. So we were trying to figure out like how to get past like the internet filtering system to play flash games and stuff. What you had the internet in two thousand two? Hell yeah, you did. Seriously? Yeah, we did. We had cable back then. <laughs> that was back when one of the places like school had cable, right? Yeah. You know, you oh, were down. Wow. I was downloading music at school. I didn't have. I didn't have cable. Like di- I had dial up until I two thousand three, two thousand four. I had like CD now in like eighth, seventh, and eighth grade, where you listen to the albums. Mm. Pre-Amazon, Amazon. Uh, <laughs> continue. So because we knew a teacher's password, so we, we had tried to do a few things, like try to get past a filtering system, just see where we could go. So fast forward to like April, right before spring break, some D-bag who found out the password from one of us got in a lot of trouble. 
Oh. Like they they apparently were threatening to call the FBI on him. Oh, yeah, that was bullshit. Wow. So he rolled on us faster than just anything. Just named all four of us. And we're like, well, shit. So we all got suspended, barring we all had to have individual hearings. Um, and the ringleader, aka the one who got the password, uh, finished with a five day suspension. Uh, I finished with four, and we all were not allowed to use school computers again for the, like the remainder of your term. Wow, that Damn. changed really quick too, because like teachers were pissed. The password or. No, the uh, the not being able to oh, use yeah, a computer. Oh, yeah, because if you're in a class. The teacher's can... like, well, you can't use a computer, so I guess just sit there. Damn. I remember <laughs> in about the same time as when everyone we had installed um, SNES and 8-bit Nintendo modulators on all the computers on a flash drive. <laughs> so, so, so many classes were actually Tech Mobile class yes. or what was the uh, like the old basketball game like? Was double NBA dribble? Jam. Double dribble. Double, dri- double dribble. It was either double <laughs> dribble or tech mobile was pretty uh, much. Man, uh, I still majority. play double dribble. I'm sorry. That shit from two thousand miles away. I still fight with my brother who gets to be player two. <laughs> and you know the, the 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 bug, where basically if you were player two, you could shoot a three three pointer from anywhere and go in. I did not know that. No, you. Did. Oh my god. Because again, I grew up with NBA Jam, so you could jump at, you can hit the jump button well, anywhere, and, and you would just dunk from and, the other <laughs> side of the court. And, and actually, it wasn't not necessarily from anywhere; it was always from the screen at the very top. If you're behind the line, you shoot a three. It was it was basically ninety nine percent of the time, regardless of how you shot it, it was going in. We we fought all the time over who got to be player two. Well, I believe there's a. Long, anyways. So I guess. So Rob, what did you do as a kid? Did you like? Oh, it's just going back to you. It was like Price is Right, and you know, I'll, I'll show my damn age. I remember watching Bob Barker when he had actually brown hair before this shit went gray, and we just, I just sat there because and and we had a rule where we couldn't go outside before noon anyway because my mom was always a thought of what the fuck the kids actually have to do in the morning outside. So screw that. You're staying in until noon. So. What the hell else was there to do but to watch Prices Right? Proceeded, and, uh, what pre- would be preceded by a classic concentration and sale of the classic century. Classic concent. That is such a classic video game. Oh my god! Classic concentration with Alex Trebek. I forgot he was the host of he that too. I host- used to play. I used to play the DOS game of that. Oh jeez, yeah, that along with Oregon Trail. Ah, <laughs> uh, Angela, what about you? Um, I like to sleep, and I still <laughs> like to sleep. So on a snow day, you just went back to sleep and slept all day? Um, well, we had snowmobiles, so we would play outside. And they would just go to school in the snowmobile. But snow I would day. sleep a lot, too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, how would, how would you get snow days anyway? Because, I mean, basically your buses are snowmobiles anyway, right? Toboggans. Right. Um, I, li- I grew up on a dirt road, so we never got plowed. <laughs> Sounds go. like a personal problem to me. <laughs> wow. But, um, Seriously. <laughs> Wait, you went to my high school. Where did you grow up? Out of dirt road. <laughs> On Campground Road, yes. I, yes. <laughs> Good I, don't, I don't know if I ever got took the, we got the day off, though, when I was in that district. Oh, my senior. I actually just told this story. We had so many. It happened many, last week. 
We had so many uh, bomb threats my senior year that we started getting full days off, like optional days that you didn't have to go to school because there was a bomb threat. What the In 2009. Uh, Wow. You're an angry elf. Jeez, (laughs) what the hell? (laughs) So bomb threats go into question number five. Yeah, so I was just going to say, uh, um, I don't have plans for my birthday next week, so I've kind of got an idea, but... What is the best beer-related place to go to uh, around town, Metro Detroit, um, for, like, parties and stuff like that? Beer-related. Because I'm going to go. I think I'm going to be checking out uh, Ready Player One, the beer cave. I need to get up there. So, obviously, you got to think of Pop-Off World, which What's is above mean? Checkers. It's a, it's a barcade, too. Now, um, mind you, with, real, with Ready Player One, all the games are free. You shot him on the what now? Like <laughs> you, you order, you get food. All the games are free. I saw they have a NFL Blitz tournament or an NBA Jam tournament. Oh damn! So that's on next Thursday. Played. Ah, I don't know when I get back from uh, Vegas. I might have to ride my bike up there or something. <laughs> I hope your trunk's big <laughs> the, enough. Hey, there are bike lanes. Shut up. <laughs> I was gonna say one. It's probably gonna take a shorter time to ride my bike up there than to drive fine parking yeah. at Greek Town. Isn't it over in Campus Marshes area? What are you talking about? Ready Player One? Yeah. I thought I was in Greek Town. I don't know. It's, it's like Greek Town. Okay. It's, it's, it's pretty close to Greek Town. So. I, I, w- I would probably say Ready Player One just because I, 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 I'm a video game freak. I've been, I've been playing since, you know, there was only one button on the Atari 2600. I remember going to Caesarland and, like, Major Magics Caesarland. and, like, playing the, like. A little DZ, Discovery Zone. Not quite those, uh, but, like. You'd uh you would split time on the the arcade game, the Ninja Turtles arcade game, or Tekken, or, or the, the Simpsons arcade game. The yes, Sim- the Simpsons hit- arcade game. Bart Simpson, Marge got that little vacuum she's hitting everybody with. Or the WrestleMania arcade game. That oh, sucker, that sucker! I, if if Ready Player One does not have that, I would be highly disappointed. So a if if you're going, you want beer. I mean, Ember is probably a good spot to hit up. Um, with all the pinball machines, I mean, like. I, I would go to a place where I could, like, hop from one to two to three different places just to kind of enjoy it. So, like, going to, like, Embrew, the Wab, and if you want to do something fun, like, hit up either, like, uh, Orchid or Grasshopper Underground or... Uh, if you're going to be I that mean, close to, like, Embrew and the Wab, shit, I'd, I'd, go over, I'd go over and give Detroit Axe a try. Detroit Axe? Oh, yeah. There you go. Nothing like Axel and Sharp Tip or Axe <laughs> and Sharp... Well, Sharp yeah, tip axes throw, and beer. Yeah, throw axes, then go to Axel afterwards. There you go. Oh. Kind of a commute. Yeah, it's about a mile. Woodward to uh, Livernois? Nine to eight? It's about a mile. Well, that's, no, because it's it's at corner, so it's about it's near it's close to Livernois. Yeah. Off a of nine mile. Mm. Use, so, use your directions, Matthew. Yeah, right. That way. Get the map. That way? <laughs> Which way is it's, left? It's, it's relatively close. I, I mean, can't you, tell you, you how many times in my work where I have to tell people the top left. The top left. left? Which one's the left? top left. And they're like, the top right. I'm like, your other left. The top right still. I'm like, come on. You mean down here? No. T- oh. So, yeah, I would say uh, Detroit Axe or Cashew. Cashew would be fun. Cashew Cafe? Perhaps. Do a little feather bowling? Little I mean, that, like, I'm always thinking of like interactive things to do with friends. Folding Warehouse. Folding Warehouse. There you go. I mean, they're, they're shit. Their beer list, beer list has has. Always been consistently. Turn little secret. I always get the two dollar, whatever the two dollar cheap oh, beers are. Did you ever use the uh, the the, the, the mystery machine? machine? Oh, absolutely, exclusively. Oh, geez, those those. Because after you have like two or three beers, you might as well just spend two bucks on a beer as opposed to paying like eight bucks on a 
Right. You get a 25 cent Ham's Light. Yeah. <laughs> I still have that Ham's Light. Angela, best beer to event kind of thing to do around town? Where would you go for your birthday? Uh, I stayed home this <laughs> year. <laughs> I go to bed. Oh, my <laughs> God. Are you um, serious? What? Best thing to do for your birthday. Well, I'm a big fan of darts, so I'd probably go somewhere with darts. Somewhere steel with tip or regular? Um, Preferably steel, but regular works in a gif. And then one-eyed baddies for some, like, 1.30 a.m. donuts is always a good call. They have donuts at 1.30 Are you kidding me? You don't Whoa. know about one-eyed baddies donuts? No. We need to go there after this show. Shit, I go to Dutch Girl for my donuts. That's, that's, that, that's my thing. What you need, boy. But does Dutch girl Dutch have girl. beer? Huh? Does no. Dutch girl have beer? Oh, hell no. No. That's all they do is make donuts. <laughs> I believe what Angela's else? decisions of life involve either avocados, sleep, or beer. <laughs> beer. Or donuts, apparently. <laughs> or donuts. Or donuts, apparently. There Shit. is there is a bomb donut place that just opened up south of my neighborhood. You get to pick your glaze, your drizzle, and your topping. And it's called Daddy's Donuts. I didn't get it's like, to It's say just that. like made-to-order like... donuts? Yes! And they're fresh. They're fresh donuts. And then you top it however you want. I feel like the next job is a donut flight. <laughs> right? Corners of different donuts. Yeah, you get like four different corner donuts. And no, you, you get know. like the... They cut one donut, up, cut one donut up in quarters, and they dress them all differently. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, I think that you should go to Urban Rest because it's a great brewery. Then once you get your buzz on, then go get some cheap beer, and then go get some donuts. And you're all just all in that whole Ferndale area right there. Shout out to Urban Rest because they're fucking bomb. I don't know what I love more, the parking or the beer. <laughs> what? It's they a, have their own parking lot. That's free. That's almost always available. Oh, uh, yeah, and it is Do you Ferndale. know how rare that is for a commuter? And, and Ferndale, especially with the park mobile all over the place, it gets ridiculous. I, I mean, hell, I was pissed off that uh, I went to the Imagine over here in Royal Oak and had to pay for parking. I'm like, and then dude, $14 for a movie? Right, exactly. I was like, why am I? I'm already paying for the damn movie. Why do I have to pay for the parking space, too? So. Well, folks, episode 121 is in the bag. Which wasn't even supposed to happen until next week. Yeah, a little bit different. We will be off next week now. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, Better on Draft, Twitter, Better on Draft, Instagram, Better on Draft, as well as Untapped, which is Bod Podcast, Twitch, which is Bod Podcast. We will be at the Brewers Guild Festival next Friday night, uh, pouring for Latitude 42. So go home and check us out. Say hi. We'll be running around the entire night. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, Sparkle Trivia, Brown Iron Brew House, Zatuna Liquor, and North Center Brewing. And no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's better on draft. Better on draft. Have a good night. Sparkle Live, bitch. <laughs>